When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, we are back. It is Tips on Live, favorite podcast, favorite channel, favorite everything. We are back. You guys already know what to do. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you don't like it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. Also, you guys are going to do follow us on Twitter at the March on NFL at BD Williams eighteen. We got pandasubs.com as well. Use TDL. Get 35% off. All right. So, yeah, Panda Supplements, pandasubs.com. Use TDL for 35% off. All right, BD. So, we're going to talk about this uh, ugly loss. Uh, you got to miss the instant reaction to uh, give your instant thoughts on it and uh, with instant emotions. Definitely have calmed down since then. And, uh, you know, it's still damn ugly. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, offense was uh, just was frustrating to watch in the second half. I would say that. Um, and they just didn't have a lot of options. And it, it felt like they, they weren't trying to, you know, I, you know, it's, it's hard to explain really the offense. I mean, it, it just, they were just out of, out of sync in the second half. It looks like they weren't even just on the same page and everybody's dropping balls. The offensive line started sucking. So uh, it was just, that was part of the collapse. So it was just a big, 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 ugly, ugly collapse. In my opinion, I, I don't even, the offensive line went down. People started dropping passes. You know, they couldn't block anymore. You know, Derek Carr's missing people. And then, you know, guy, it was, it's just, it was all over the place. But, and of course, there's fumbles yeah. and uh, all that good stuff. So, BD, on your side, how did the second half uh, collapse look to you? Well, um, the funny thing is, I actually, the reason why I couldn't make the live reaction, I was seeing my niece. So, um, you know, there was a short window of time that I could see her. I was in Chicago over the weekend. Uh, so I watched the first half of the game, and when we were leaving uh, to go to the restaurant, my wife said, oh, you must feel pretty good because the Raiders are up 20 to nothing. And I said, watch them blow this lead. I literally, I said that to my wife, okay? And I know I know a lot of people got, you know, like I was – I was like, wow, like, dang, really disappointed that that happened, obviously. Like, they had it in the bag. They blew a lot of cash right there, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not shocked by the Raiders anymore, man. You know, like, this is this is something that we've been dealing with as fans for a while. We always think that they've turned the corner. We're seeing these kind of, you know, ugly losses back-to-back. It's, like, not a good start to the, to the Josh McDaniels tenure, gotta yeah. say. And, I mean, more than just, like, the way that it transpired and how they lost that game. To me, I, I'm starting to question a little bit McDaniels and this coaching staff if they're really as good as what we thought they were going to be, right? Like, you know, this channel, we were, like, thinking, like, these guys were going to come out with the adjustments. Mm-hmm. But so far, two two games in a row, it's the other team that's coming out with the adjustments. Yeah. Uh, you know, on them. So, and, and I'll talk about that a little bit, 
to with the second half collapse of the defense. But I'm, I'm starting to wary on these coaches a little bit and think mm, maybe they're not as good as we thought. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot of that, too. And uh, I can tell Josh McDaniels is being really, really simple with his offense. You know, I'm seeing a lot of the same concepts. I'm seeing a lot of the same things over and over. I mean, they're not getting too creative yet. And, you know, I, I feel like that's um, kind of, you know, hurting them a little bit, too. Because, I mean, they ran Haas Z Juke at least, like, five or six times, right? And, you know, over and over and over again. To be honest, I mean, it could have worked 800 times, and they probably could have ran it every single play, but the defense, the Cardinals were playing. But, you know, um, you can tell that they're being really simple right now and, you know, trying to you know, keep things really – so guys aren't thinking too much out there because there is a lot to this offense. And, you know, I, I think especially at times you can tell a lot of guys don't know the checks. You know, sometimes they look confused. You know, a one-play one action play, uh, they switch to uh, – Carr actually change the play. Foster Moreau getting the ball, and I think he got like a 19-yard play on that off the play action. But Matt Collins didn't know the play. He didn't know the check. So he looks confused. And Hunter Renfro and Matt Collins really don't run a route, right? So they're, they're confused out there a little bit. So they're still learning and trying to figure things out. So, I mean, that's that's not good on offense. And, you know, I, and I think I think Derek Carr got a little spread, spread the ball happy, which I'm not happy about. You know, I, I think a lot of people want him to spread the football around, and I think that got a little crazy. At this point, um, you know, I, you know, some of the throws, especially in this offense, you know, I know he could he could he could throw where he wants to throw the ball, right? And I know he he can decide that, and I, I think he made some decisions to throw to other people when he didn't have to. So I'm gonna go over a little bit of that. So um, and also I thought Josh Jacobs, I thought Josh Jacobs was actually phenomenal, but you know, uh, he didn't he didn't get the help from his run blocking, but. He right. forced some fives, missed tackles, and I thought he was phenomenal. And he actually gets some run blocking for once. Um, it would be a lot better. But uh, Dylan Parham was awful at center. I don't know what happened. He was awful at center. So um, it did not look good for him at all. Really? Yeah, he was bad, man. Uh, Mumford didn't play well either. Um, you could tell. One thing I want to speak on, too, is the offensive line rotations is a huge problem. It's the first sack of the game. Cotton, Illuminor have bad communication. Illuminor is expecting help from inside, so he allows Watt to go inside, and then he gets beat. And he, then he's looking at Cotton like, well, "What the heck? Where the hell are you?" Right. Yeah. And then later on in the game, there is, is um, I think it's a, a run blocking play, or maybe no, actually, it's the uh, the play where Derek Carr gets his arm hit and almost gets picked off by JJ Watt. And a lot of people are trying to say that was a fumble or whatever. On that play, there Mumford is supposed to keep helping inside but he comes off the stunt too early. So Parham doesn't have the leverage to, to push this guy away and it causes uh, pressure. And, you know, Derek Carr has well, Adams wide open. He's about to throw it to him. And then, you know, he gets, gets his arm hit, right? So um, that's the offensive line rotation. Those are just ugly right there. Um, so uh, that's a big issue too. I, I don't know what the hell they're doing with that. And that's, you're going back to coaching. That's coaching, man. That's, it's it's dumb at this point. Like, you know, you've been in the NFL. You play football how long you've been around football you guys these are guys you've been around football almost 20 years coaching in the nfl and they're rotating offensive linemen and then you got offensive linemen having miscommunications getting your quarterback hit you know what i mean and then almost having a fumble uh or throwing interception it uh inside the five because of miscommunications between them so and, and it, it is literally the the right guard and the right tackle having the miscommunications so yeah it's everybody else on the left they're fine Right, they all played. Th- play all played together. 
for a while. Even they bring Andre James back. James Simpson and Miller have all played together. They played a whole year together, right? They have yeah. they, brought, they got what, like 16, 17 starts together at this point, right? Or even even more than that, um, like nineteen, right? Nineteen starts or something like that together. Even if you include the playoffs, so you know they have a, there's continuity there. And they're able to. They don't have those mistakes that the, the other side is having because these guys don't know each other. They don't know. They don't know a lot of the things. A lot of these guys are new, so I, I think it's a big issue. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. That's uh. I mean, it's an interesting approach having the uh, rotation there and just keep on some guys in. You know, I'm curious. You know, is it like this guy gets a series and this guy gets a series kind of rotation, or is it like? <sighs> On pass plays, Illuminor is tends to be in, and then on run plays, you know, like another guy. Is that what it looks like? It's kind of like like um, like rec basketball with like kids. You know, first quarter, <laughs> Illuminor. Yeah. Second quarter, Mumford. <laughs> Third quarter, yeah. Illuminor and Mumford mix it up, and then the best guy plays in the fourth. I feel like that's kind of what they're what they're doing. Um, I mean, that's what it feels like. But Illuminor, he was getting his butt kicked. All game by JJ Watt, so he never yeah. did either. But a lot, some of it was you know miscommunications and stuff like that. Um, I, know, I know that for the first block, I mean, people were gonna try to kill him for that, but he was expecting help inside, so you can't really, you know, it's a little bit on Cotton too. Cotton's gotta help him, and they gotta work together, and they gotta know these things. So yeah, yeah, it's a problem. Because right. you know, the offensive line was literally a problem this gap. They they could not block a soul. And the the thing is, the Cardinals stopped blitzing too. The Cardinals they were blitzing them like crazy the first half, right? And they're getting picked apart, right? They're just giving the ball quick, pow, pow, hitting, hitting guys, hitting quick hitches, hitting Darren Waller over the middle, hitting a, a bunch of guys over the middle, and they're moving the ball. They're getting 20 yards a pop and some of these little short passes. And so they stopped. <laughs> they're like, okay, all right. So uh, we'll just sit here, play cover four, uh, play cover five on the other side with, um, you know, I, I, I don't know how that, how that works, PD, but they're playing they're playing quarters on one side and they're playing uh, man with the, with the safety over the top on, with Adams was outside. And letting Brian Murphy, who actually played, he played Adams pretty damn good outside, to be honest. Um, who, and let him kind of have help over the top and then play trail yeah. a little bit. And just in case, so he could, you know, play all, everything underneath right. and have somebody over top. So they had a good game plan for him outside. I just, you know, they didn't have a good game plan for him inside, though, which I thought they should have exposed more. Um, so, but yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. I mean, they're going to see coverages like that. They're going to see these kind of designer coverages for sure. When you got a guy like Devontae Adams, yeah, they're going to sell out. And so if that's the case, really, it's, um, you know, you would prefer to have seen other guys like Waller, you know, eat today, uh, and, and, you know, on Sunday. But unfortunately, that, that didn't happen. Yeah. Something that I feel like, is, before we get into the film reviews, something that I feel like is not being talked about enough, really, to me, the common theme, like the, the common denominator between these two losses yeah, is the, the turnovers. You know, I mean, the first yeah. game that they talked—that's all they talked about was Derek Carr's interceptions. But this game, like these fumbles late in the game, you know, like that—that that really hurt this team's chances. I mean, absent those things, I mean, this this team is on track to win that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even you know, you know, Hunter Renfro twi- uh, fumbled twice. Um, you know, he's got what, like nine fumbles since 2021, something like that. It's, it's really crazy how much he's fumbling, and that's a huge problem, right? And you know, if it's it's you know we talk you know, we, it's the same we talk about Derek Carr's fumbles I mean Hunter Renfro he has, he's got to stop fumbling too right um, I mean that really cost him the game 
I mean, you talk about who lost the game. They lost the game on him getting hit by Isaiah Simmons and Brian Murphy picking it up and running into the end zone. I mean, that's how they lost. So it, it, you could, you could, you know, put all a, a different context into it, but that's the reason. I mean, the ball got went up there, it hit the ground, Brian Murphy scooped it up and they ran in. So, um, you know, I still think he tossed that ball early, but whatever. I'm not going to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was there a lot. He tossed that ball early. But, uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, there, there was some bad calls in that game, like some of the holdings and stuff like that. But, I mean, you, to me, to me, they had a chance to put that game away. So, Yeah, they did. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what really the conversation should be about. I mean, there's definitely some preventable things on defense that really steps that could have been taken to mitigate some of this, like, you know, some of these numbers that they were putting up in the second half. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, really disappointed with Patrick Graham's adjustments, you know what I mean, in this one. <clears throat> um, maybe I can just, like, run the tape then. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's go. I'll just jump into it right here. So Patrick Graham's adjustments, you know, this is a – Second half defensive collapse here, and you know the the number one area that they targeted this this uh, Cardinals team was the hook curl good defender. Now the hook curl in a cover two is just like it is in a cover three. You know we've got these two hook inside hook curl zones which is right outside the hash two yards outside the hash that's where the zone starts okay and then instead of you know having a nickel or you know a safety out here in the curl flat we just have our corners out there and then we have three deep defenders including the high hole player so it's just like it is in in a cover three the hook curl defenders this time we're sending a simulated pressure so Chandler Jones is actually dropping into the hook curl Okay, and this is something that Kyler Murray just sees immediately. He knows, oh, I got a guy who, you know, is not used to being out there. Let me just toss this, flick it right there into the curl. Okay, notice Chandler Jones starts out in the hook. Okay, and really I would say I would prefer to see Chandler Jones kind of just look at and instead of dropping towards the field, dropping with his eyes on the watch receiver and maybe he makes a play on this, but... You know, he's not going to be in that situation very often. Obviously, they're trying to throw a curveball right there. Here's another one. This time, they are in cover three. Hook curl defender, notice Diablo holding the hook. They throw it to the curl. We get these easy completions. Here's another one. Amik Robertson, red zone cover two. Holding the hook. They throw it to the curl for a touchdown. All right, here's another one. One, two, three receivers to the bottom of the field. Okay, we got Diablo getting that run action. Holding, holding, holding that hook. They throw right to the curl. Okay, for easy five, six yards. It happened all game. And really, we didn't see an adjustment to take this away until the very last drive um, in overtime. Now, here's another one. We got a nasty look over here. We got quads to the bottom of the screen. Okay. We got Deron Harmon. He's the cover safety. He goes to the passing strength in place of Trayvon Merrick. He's given a check out. 
Okay, we got, oh, quads, quads, quads. We're giving a check the whole defense. We're, we're keying over here. Guess what? It's not going over there. It's going to this nubside tight end on a little check release. Beautiful design. Okay, got beat. But here's really the worst part here. Okay, watch this corner. He's a DB. Go attack, right? Go forward. Okay, does he make the tackle? No, but he pushes this guy back inside. That's what he's supposed to do. Okay, so he at least gets one point for forcing the ball carrier back inside. Look at Jonathan Abram here, okay? He gets a blocker, engage, shoves him, right? That's what you want to see. Now look at Jaron Brown. Passive, passive, passive. Playing patty cake, backing up. Look what happens. He gets absolutely destroyed. And it's this tight end runs right behind that block, okay, for an easy first down. Bad execution. Jaron Brown, you got to attack that guy. Here's another one, okay? This time, Amik Robertson goes, forces, back inside. This time, Devon Diablo, having a hard, we're having a hard time disengaging off these blocks this time. Okay, we, we want to really, Devon Diablo, we want him to get under this, underneath this guy's pads, use his hands, stay square, disengage, and maybe he makes the tackle right here, short of the sticks, but it goes for an extra four yards for a first down. Okay, now, <clears throat> this only happened twice in this game, but when plays like this happen, Multiple times for an offense during the course of a game. Big fade routes down the sideline. Okay, nine times out of ten, you're looking at the team who's going to win that game. Correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus. You see teams completing this go ball down the sidelines. Mm -hmm. That's a good indicator. They're probably going to win this game. Here we go. Rock the scene. <laughs> and on the bottom of the screen, this is the only catch you gave up in this game. I think... Initially, he does a good job staying square, but you see him kind of guess there. You see him open it up inside, and, and then the receiver goes outside. That's really all it took for him to just be in a trail position for the rest of this rep. And I really um, wish that he got his head around at some point to find the ball. You see him playing through the receiver's hands and, you know, just kind of hawking him down and not never locating the ball. Um, you know, this receiver was fully engaged hand all the way out for you know quite a while on this one um, but you know you're not ever going to get offensive pass interference but really this rep was lost right here when he guessed and he turned inside now here's another one okay there's a theme i'm not showing just one-offs okay if i say it that means i saw it it happened multiple times on film so that's what we're looking at today here we go, Amik Robertson. We're going to get that. Called, they call it a squirt release. Bam. Fast to the outside. We're getting the slot fade. They know we're in man coverage. Amik Robertson. Okay, look. Oh, yeah. Playing through the hands. Okay, get that contact key before turning your head. Everything's right. But what happens? He just gives up a catch. He just gives up a, a touchdown right there. Bam. That hurts. Especially because... He was doing everything he possibly could, and he just got dunked on, right? Mm -hmm. So, Good that hurts. Okay, now, biggest elephant in the room, QB run game. It was a problem. Here we go, Max Crosby. He's, he's, he's on a contained rush, jumps inside to stop the run, realizes, oh, not a run, let me get outside to my contained rush. For some reason, though, dives inside. Let's let, And lets Murray go. 
It's okay if Murray escapes you back the other way. Don't let him get out there. No one else is out there. Right? We got to contain this guy. Hungry, hungry for a sack, bro. Hungry for a sack instead of just making a play. I mean, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Chandler Jones also guilty of it. He did a better job um, containing on his side, but we oh, see it rear its ugly oh. head. And biggest thing is, got when rushing against guys like Kyler Murray, the guys who can make you pay with their legs, okay, give your secondary a chance, all right, to make a play because we're in these man looks, cover five, we're in the best coverages to defend the pass give them a chance to make the play keep this guy inside the pocket Chandler Jones right here gets way too far upfield way past Kyler Murray here okay and doesn't do a good enough job retracing and getting back we can't give him these wide open alleys that goes for Mahomes that goes for Herbert that goes for Josh Allen that goes for Jalen Hurts Lamar Jackson right there's plenty of quarterbacks in the NFL who are going to take advantage if you rush like this right so got to be more disciplined in your rush Raiders did a poor job of it there was lapses at times okay now here's another look that they went into a little speed option I like it I like the, this is a good look look okay because look we're in man coverage the force defender who has the pitch is way way back here he doesn't get that run key for a while it's an easy eight yard gain almost for free by the time the he gets tackled touched it's at six seven yards already Okay, and you would think that the Raiders com could come up with a solution for this. No, they just ran the same exact thing later on in the game. Okay, for even more yards, even worse result for the defense here. Okay, and you know again, Jalen Brown, he, he needs to be outside of this. Okay, and we see him have, doing a hard, having a hard time disengaging off blockers. Okay, Jalen, we really missed Denzel Perriman in this game. Um, this game, we win this game. Raiders win this game if Denzel Perryman's here. Guaranteed. So, didn't adjust, or, you know, to that either. You know, there was a, um, here, let me remove this. There was another one, obviously, the, the one where Kyler Murray's running around, you know, like a chick with his head cut off, and it's like a 30-second play and yeah, he finally yeah. ends it and he runs in you know having a getting into that situation and calling a two-man rush right where your best rushers jones and crosby are dropping and your worst rushers your your rushers who are going to get gassed the most and the easiest right the interior guys at Billings, like Billings won immediately in that rep, mm -hmm. right? He just wins immediately. Kyler Murray puts a move on him and just starts, you know, doing the whole thing. After like six, seven seconds, Billings, is, is he's out of gas. He's that. Right? Yeah. And mind you, there was another like 20 seconds before Kyler Murray crossed the end zone. So, you know, I think that that was, a, that was an extremely bad call in, in hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe they're thinking the ball's gonna come out quick, so don't no work no bother rushing Crosby and Jones, right? But Graham would like to have that one back. That was a really really bad call. Um, and, and if that's what you want to do, you gotta rush Crosby, you gotta rush and Jones, 
right? Mm-hmm. Drop Andrew Billings and tell him to just put an elbow right into the tight end's gut from coming across, you know? Just Yeah. Yeah, like, have, you know, get, have those big 300-pound guys and just sitting in a, cro- in a crossing lane, you know? Like, yes. Okay, if you want to do that every, every once in a while, I understand, but you got to do it at least with a three-man rush. A two-man rush, gosh, that's... <laughs> That's not a good look for Graham. Really, really bad. Really bad. Oh, I, I could because a lot of those things, man. Because you know, I was I was at the game, right? And I had a pretty good seat. I'm on a little all twenty two seat. I was like, oh, this is, this is great. So I'm just seeing these things happen. I'm seeing you know the outside just be so open, and then they just started attacking it. You know, they couldn't move the ball inside at all. I mean, the, the Cardinals are a running team, so they're trying to pound the rock with James Conner inside and stuff like that. And yeah. Cliff Kingsbury basically went to the drawing board and was like. They can't handle anything outside right now. If we if we set up, we do quads and we do all these wide receiver screens and stuff. They can't. They they have no answer for that right away. And we're gonna make them tackle. See how good these guys can tackle, basically. And we saw what happened. It's, it, it, that was the frustrating part because they literally turned to Oklahoma. Man, I'm, I I was mad that I was watching the air raid from Texas Tech. Like that's basically what you show the quick sticks, quick little throws. I surprised we didn't see any ninety two mesh yet, man. I, I thought we were gonna see some ninety two mesh. After a while, but the, the quick sticks, the throws, get the ball. There was one. There was one. There was one. Yeah. The second half, he was like, "All right, you, this is what we're gonna do. You, you know, we're gonna play some college football then." And uh, and they got the quarter. They had the quarterback to play college football. That's really what happened in that game. Because you know, you, you can talk about his dominant performance, or whatever. But they they literally turned into Oregon, you know, or Texas A and M when he had Cliff. Cliff at Texas A&M, um, had Kyler at Texas A&M. You know, running their options, they, they they don't put those options on tape, bro. I mean, that, that's that's the kind of thing that they came up with at halftime. We're gonna run these options, and no, Calabari's right. run options his whole life, right? That's not something that he's not gonna be uncomfortable with. He's gonna read it correctly. He's gonna get rid of the ball just like he did and create huge plays with it because he knows how uh, how he is. So they just adjusted, man. I, I'm out because a lot of it. I was mad that you know they got uh, coached by Cliff. Out coached, out coached. Cliff Kingsbury, hundred percent. Cliff, yeah, Cliff, Cliff is a master. He's great at adjusting too. I, I know he is, but uh, it was just kind of frustrating that they didn't. They that stick route, man. That <laughs> they did that so much. It was like, yeah, I mean, on. so I showed four, but I have eight clips on my computer right now. I had to cut it down, you know. But yeah, pretty like bad. They did it so, and that's how they stopped the pass rush too, man. It was great. They stopped the pass rush that way. That's how they did that. So, yeah, it, it was, it was. They adjusted really well, man. They did. There's nothing you really can do about it. But, yeah. All right. So let's uh, let's transition into the offense real quick before you start. Okay. What were they doing on on defense? to take away, besides, you know, hanging the safety over Adams, because, you know, they they kept on saying, like, oh, they were doing a lot on defense. I heard the offensive coaches, Josh McDaniels, talk about what they were doing, all these things to take away Adams. Was it just hanging the safety over the top of him? Is that what it was? I mean, basically, I mean, they really didn't do too much to take him away, in my opinion. That's kind of like, that's kind of like my issue with it, is like, I feel like they were doing a lot to to take him away when he was outside, but when he was inside, they really didn't have an answer. I mean, it was Zayvon Collins on Adams. I mean, the middle of the field was wide open the whole game. So, I mean, that's kind of my issue too. You know, they, they, they had a chances to attack something that was there. 
you know, and they chose to attack it with more Hunter Renfro than Devontae Adams, even though I think Devontae Adams had a chance to have some more catches, um, you know, but they ended up hitting Renfro in some of those throws. Um, but it, it, th- those same plays, it just didn't work because their car was under pressure in the second half. So he wasn't able to either, you know, get a good pass off or, you know, or they're batting the ball down because they know they're throwing short passes because Derek Carr is getting rid of the ball so quick. I mean, he was getting rid of the ball fast, right? 2.2 seconds was average. It was his time to throw. Um, so but obviously they're scared of the offensive line. And that's basically what I learned watching this game. They're terrified of it. They, it's, it's a problem to them now. It's not just yeah. a problem to us. It is a problem to them. It is a problem to, to for Carr. Carr thinks it's a problem. I mean, that's why he's getting rid of the football faster than I've, I've seen him get rid of the football in years. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that was kind of the issue. And then when they tried to run the ball, they would, if they tried to run the ball, they would get stalled, right? Yeah. Um, also, you know, I, I think if you want them to score a lot of points, I'm going to say this, if you want them to score a lot of points like people do, you just can't run the clock out and run the ball, right? You're going to have to pass. Passing scores points. That's what. That's what. That's why people pass more these days because they want to score more points. So, you know, you got to be able to pass the ball, score points. So, I mean, that's that's the kind of importance if you want to see your team blow somebody out in the second half. They got to do it through the air. Right? We don't have we don't have Derrick Henry over there. I mean, right <laughs> Derrick Henry's like hit 150 yards in the, in the second half, and I know he's coming up, but uh, I mean that that's kind of uh, that old school formula of running the clock up 20 to zero and I just think that, you know, the, the the offensive line just got wrecked and they got issues that they got to fix or this offense is not going to – it's not going to flow. The running game, I mean, you can't have Josh Jacobs saving you every single play, which I'm going to show, especially the second half. Second half, he was basically playing savior on um, those drives, right? Because um, I really feel like the Vance Joseph, they had a lot of keys to what they were doing on run defense and they were crashing, um, you know, a couple plays – um, I'll show that, you know, you'll see like Zach Allen will move early. He'll just, right. He'll, he'll uh, adjust his position, you know, uh, you know, as a technique, it'll be like a five technique and move inside to a three and then just crash. Right. Before Luminar gets there, he's getting a tackle in the backfield. So that, that kind of knows that, you know, when, you know, when they got Johnson out there, you know, people aren't thinking run. They're thinking, they're, they're thinking, they're thinking pass, they're thinking run. So I think they got to pass more out of 21 personnel too. Um, they got to switch that up. They got to pass more out of that. And figure that out too, but you know it, it was a little too much Matt Collins for me, and then it came and bit them in the butt when he dropped the pass and helped stall the drive. So uh, I don't think he, you know, eight targets for him is just too much, and I, I think they they took a lot of targets away from Adams by going to him, right. and I think that's kind of my frustration a little bit too. I I, I just don't I just don't get it, and I, I, I'm gonna go over that a little bit too. But all right, why don't you hop into it then? All right, let's get it. All right. So, you know, start off with some some Josh Jacobs, man. I thought Josh Jacobs had a really great game. Um, You know, he had five missed tackles, only 69 yards, 3.6 yards per carry, but I thought he played really well. All right, so check out this first room right here. Like I said, they mix in a lot of trap. So you could kind of see like a different type of trap block right here. You see Parham, right? Let this guy go, right? And then you see it's kind of like a fullback wham, right? Wham block from Johnson there, right? So this is good blocking here. You know, you can make the case you want Jacobs maybe to go this way, but, you know, you want him to follow 
his direction, does a good job sticking it down, getting six here. Six yards is a great run on first down. So, you know, you just watch that one once again. This is like probably the best blocking they did online all day, right? This is like perfect, executed. See, everybody got some good blocks for Simpson, Miller, Moreau. Cotton gets up to second level. Good job right there. Parham gets a good block, right? Just good blocks all around right there. All right, next run. This is, we got to basically you call this power O or you call this G lead, right? Because I mean, we're getting, basically we're getting, uh, we had Johnson coming to this hole as well on this pool and we're getting Cotton pulling around, right? And of course, Jacobs is following these two. So go ahead, check this one out. And, and I think during this game, I think Cotton, he's struggling with pulling, you know? And, you know, that's why, you know, I, I said before that I wanted Jane Parham to play over James. I don't think that was very smart of me to say. Now that I look back at it, you know, I think that we got to go back to getting Parham at right guard here so you get some of these better blocks because I think they did a lot better the week before. And you see he's not fast enough to get to 51 here. So then Johnson has to make up for him. But, you know, Jacobs still does a good job of beating Collins here. And this is what we're talking about making men miss and him creating, which I thought he did incredible this game. Still found a way to get pushed forward and get six. Oh, four, sorry, on that one. Get four on this one. All right, this was an, another great run on this one. So, you know, 42, he's crashing right here. Uh, Parham, you know, he had some issues getting to guys really quick and getting inside. These guys, uh, number 90 was able to beat him inside a lot, right? But this is a great read by Jacobs. So you see Waller gets pushed back here too. On 42, blows this play up. But then you can see Josh Jacobs make a great read, get outside. And then, of course, he does his thing, a little, little dead leg here. Get a little dead leg, boom, right there. So, I mean, he, he used to, Josh Jacobs was doing his thing this whole game, right? And he still had 19 carries, and a lot, a lot of people want him to get the ball more in the second half. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into a little bit about that. I mean, sometimes it just didn't work out for him. All right, so here we go. Next run little mid zone and once again I talked about this once again you see 90 just beating Parham to the punch right right so get a little sorry split zone on this one beating him right there on the split zone action so split outside zone there right but watch Jacobs here so Jacobs has 90 right in his face right this play could be dead it's over nope cut back inside right so now he still has good blocking from everybody else it's, it's good blocks from everybody else you can see Colton Miller's winning. You got a good block from uh, Cotton on uh, Collins. You got a good block from Simpson right there. Even Waller has a good block on 45. You got Johnson coming up here, right? And then here we go. You know, Cotton loses his block. So what did Jacobs do? Jukes this man inside, right? So, and then we got a good finish here. So, so that was the best five-yard run you'll see. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> we'll show this again. So this is, like I said, this is inside. This is split outside zone, right? Barham is beat immediately. All right, he's beat immediately. Jacobs makes that dude miss, right? <laughs> then Cotton loses his block, makes that guy miss, <laughs> gets five. You know what I'm saying? So we can talk about, uh, yeah, keep running the ball, keep running the ball, but it, it just it just wasn't like that. I don't think it was that that effective as people wanted to make it seem because the run blocking was so bad. It was just Josh Jacobs being a superhuman, in my opinion. He was just balling. We're gonna see some more of this. This is a pure halfback draw. I like what they run right here, halfback draw. And then I think Jacobs does a good job being patient, setting up that block, allow Cotton to get there. It's getting squeezed and getting inside. 
he gets eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so he he was getting some tough yards, man. He was playing really well, in my opinion. Really mm-hmm. well. Here's another one. Right. Get a little <clears throat> zone actually here. And then you see Waller's getting beat inside again. Right? Waller's getting beat inside there. Boom. He does a good job of cutting back. Look at that. Cut back inside. Like the, the, so it's the same. Just run the run the ball, run the clock out. Was it that simple? I don't know. I mean, because we have one play and he got tackled, second and fourteen, he got tackled right away. But you just kind of see on this no on this no, this gap run look right here. He does a good job of seeing Waller get beat. Because Simpson, he's getting beat there too, right? And you got a free guy there. And he does a good job of having guys run into each other and getting some yards, man. And it, it was there all day. He was doing this all day, man. All day. Here, right? Here's another one. <laughs> so this is a trap block again, right? So you got trap right here. Right? You got a trap block. And for some reason, Simpson does not block. I, I, I don't know what's going on here with this one. For some reason, they just maybe the, the linebacker does a good job of just kind of hiding himself here, but Simpson does not block him at all. And kind of just leaves, leaves a free man. So it's Josh Jacobs one-on-one. Free man. Nope. He ain't tackling me. And then here we go. Then he has a then he has Zayvon Collins coming. You see the dead leg. You see it. You already see what's about to happen. Boop. Nope. <laughs> Turns out to change. <laughs> so that's what, like this is, we can talk about the right game and how the run game was looking, but it was really Josh Jacobs being a superhuman. I'm telling you, this is these are some of the best runs I've seen. I don't know his what his uh nerdy rushing yards over expectations was, but I hope it was the best in the league because he shouldn't have had, he should have literally had like 30 yards rushing. Right. Making that miss deadly one more time. <laughs> he was just, he was phenomenal. I, I thought he played really well. But, you know, we'll get to him being a, a gap runner too a little bit here. But let's check out another one right here. some action here, right? Then you see it one more time. See, 90s beat Parham already, right? 94, he makes the miss again. This is, this is incredible, man. It's all, it's, it was just nuts, nuts, nuts. But here we go. Let's talk about something else here. That I want to talk about Josh Jacobs at the goal line. And we talked about this before. He's improved, right? But he doesn't have a touchdown to me. We haven't got any touchdowns from him. He had to slip on the game before against the Chargers. And, you know, some of it is popping up again. So, of course, we got this block. And, you know, of course, 90s already got this on this kind of this wham block. And he, he was just keying off the ball all day. I don't know what he, what he saw or what Parham was doing, but he was keying off the ball all day from 90s. Led better. I think it's actually his, his parents. I saw his parents in line. So I think his, his family was there. So he came to show out. And then, uh, but then Johnson, Johnson does a good job cleaning up that block, right? But I think we're at the goal line. I think Josh Jacobs has to see how tough Jalen Thompson is. I think he's got to see how tough he is and try to run through him and try to see how he can tackle, right? Uh, he's definitely got a little weight on him. I want to see how physical he is, and he kind of runs into nothing. So we still see some issues there. And then he, here's a, a key drive in the second half. It's the first time they got the ball, right? And, you know, they kind of get a second and nine here. And we'll talk about this one too. You get, of course, you get the same power O look, right? And of course, you, we we do know that it's supposed to go here, right? With the design of the play, 
is there, right? But sometimes you got to have some patience and you got to find some lanes, right? And I think that's the importance of gap running. So if you ever watch Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell is the ultimate power gap runner. And the reason why is because with gap runs, a lot of the times, it's not like inside zone where you just a read. You have to have patience with gap runs, right? That's why he was master of duo, the duo, duo god there, right? And he kind of just doesn't do anything here. And he, I think he has a chance to get some extra yards and kind of make this cut. But for some reason, he kind of gets froze and doesn't do some of the things he's doing earlier that we were watching. And at least a one yard and a second and nine, and they end up stalling on a drive. So I thought Jacobs was, was just played extremely well, right? But there's still some things with gap runs that he's still more of a zone back. But he's definitely showing a lot better as a gap runner. But a lot of it was just his ability to be great and make people miss. So I want to talk about uh, Haas Z Juke because they ran this play like 10 times. And I just want to kind of show a little bit of, you know, why Devonta Adams, or I say that Devonta Adams, he should be getting the football more and they should be looking his way. And it was kind of something different that they weren't doing as much. We can talk about cloud coverages or whatever. You know, it, it it's still something that you, you got to find ways to get him the football, all right? So you see here what, what you're going to get with, with Haas, right? So Haas is a seam and a quick hitch, right? So you got seam, quick hitch, right? And then you got the Z juke. So he can do all types of things, okay? So he can go in, he can go out. He can go out, he can come back in, or he can just stop, right? So there's a lot of options that you can do. And then you got one of the best route runners here in the NFL. Like, it just is it's money all day. So first one right here, you know, he's got a blitz off the edge, right? Or, or sorry, simulated pressure. Basically, you got Buda Baker coming with simulated pressure right there, right? And you kind of can see that, you know, Adams, he's open, right? But he decides to go to Matt Collins. Even if he went to the side, open to the side, he might be able to hit Foster Monroe right there too as well. But we're going to Matt Collins here, right? You know, maybe you get the same amount of yardage, that's fine, uh, maybe. But, you know, you, you got the best player, best receiver of football with the linebacker, you know, and you, or you got Matt Collins out here with a corner. Linebacker, corner, I just think you should make the other way. But that's just, you know, we'll see well, how you guys feel about that. I don't know. That's just me. So you kind of see Buda Baker right there, the simulated pressure. You see Golden Drop, simulated pressure. He's getting rid of the ball quick. Of course, it wasn't a good snap, but you kind of see that Carr already made the decision pre-snap where he was going for this football. He wasn't going to – he's going to Matt Collins. All right, here we go. Haas, Juke again. Same, same exact thing. Seam, curl, seam, hitch, Z juke right here, right? Same exact play once again, right? But like I said, Derek Carr, he's already throwing to Matt Collins, but Adams is open, <laughs> right? He's open, and you don't know what's going to happen with there. And that's that's another completion, but we get to Mac. You know, he gets, he gets the first down, right? You know, I, you know, I, I guess it's fine. And say maybe I'm nitpicking a little bit. You can say whatever you want. You can say I'm nitpicking a little bit. That's fine. But I I think that you got to get Adams in the game, and I think you can kind of see it sometimes. Yeah, they're blitzing. You got to get rid of the football, right? Uh, and you know you're not trusting the offensive line, and you're just trying to get rid of the football quick, the quickest way you can, and that's fine. You get a first down. I get it. 
hundred percent, right? But you kind of see when you got Hunter Renfro running the, the Z juke, right? Same play, same concept. Cost Z juke, same concept, right? And you get Hunter Renfro running it, right? And you kind of see how it's just open all day. Look at that, twenty yards. It just it was literally there all day, and they just it, it felt like they didn't even try to exploit it, like if. It, if you know you got these surfaces on the sideline, right? And we're looking at the surfaces, and you see these things. It's like, why aren't we running this play multiple times? We're hitting, we're switching out Adams and Renfro and moving the football, right? Now here, here's a big play, right here. With they're gonna run it. They're running Haas on this side. Okay, they're gonna be running Haas on this side. Or we're getting a different look on this one. We're getting uh, Jacobs on basically a quick out, and then we got. Waller, he's gonna be running basically a seam route. Okay, now here we go once again. Now we got Adams right here, and, we, and I know he's got this, you got uh, Thompson right here over the top. Oh, no, not Thompson. I got Buda Baker right. Buda Baker sitting here right over the top, and I understand that. But you know, you just got Adams. He's right there, right? But you know, Jacobs, he really just beat his man. But to be fair to Carr on this one, I mean, he throws a great ball. To Waller, right? And Waller's got to catch this football. No, he doesn't. And he gets knocked out. Right? So, but like I said, I mean, if there has to be a focus and a, and a importance to get this guy to football, I, I don't I don't care what has to happen here. We got to get him to football. And, and it, it, it's, it did. It frustrated me. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It was very frustrating because we're getting back to another point here on this one. We check it on the back end. Right, and you know, I understand that. You know, you 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 want to try to get other guys to football. That's fine. You know, you got 17 targets, whatever, whatever. Right, but it's just you know, you got to, you got time, man. It's just right. But Waller got to catch that ball too. He, he's got to hold on to that football. So it's both ways. All right, but this this this, this but this is what I'm talking about. Where it really came back to hurt him, right? On on, on this one, because we got Hossie Juke again. Right, and he opens up, and he, he's getting a little pressure this time, right? And he kind of doesn't step into it, he kind of fades off through it, so it ends up going high, right? And but Matt Collins ends up dropping it, even though it hit him in his hands, right? High throw, I understand that, but he's still got to make that catch to the NFL. But like I said, I mean, if, if you know, one that's a hold right there, and you maybe even get that call if you, if you throw it to him, right? Because it's Devontae Adams. But even then, I mean, Adams still has separation here. You can get him the football, and he can make a play and get at least 12 yards. He beat, he beat Byron Murphy no matter what, right? So, and it, and it, it's just, it was, it, that was frustrating for me a little bit. Um, like I said, maybe I'm nitpicking. I, I, you know, I just want Devontae Adams to get the football. That's kind of my thing. I don't really don't care about all the semantics of Derek Carr or whatever that goes around him. We got to figure out how to get Devontae Adams the football. I know, I know some of these other guys might not get the ball as much. You know, it might not be as much Humphrey on or Infro. It might not be as much Darren Waller, right? Um, you know, but I think we they have to have some kind of game plan to do that. I don't know if that's Josh McDaniels wanting, you know, Carter going to Matt Collins. I don't know if that's, you know, that's part of the game plan they wanted to do. They want to get rid of the ball on, on that play. But, you know, it's 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 really rare to go to the hitch on on, on that play, man. You, you, you got, usually they go to the Z-Juke, right? So, 
it was odd with that. But, you know, it felt like that he was trying to get people, other people involved on purpose. Like he was trying to spread the ball around. Um, and, and, and I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, it's, it's worth it for them to win. They got to win, man. We, we, it's time to win. And we can't worry about people's feelings or who wants to get the ball or this guy's open or this guy's open besides Devontae or, you know, whatever, whatever. It's not about feelings. We don't, we don't care about that right now. We care about what's going to win. You got the best receiver in football. And, you know, I, yeah, I don't want to say this, but, you know, I feel like it, 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 I was Brady. I just like I, I just don't think he's going to spread the ball around. He's going to keep throwing Adams until they can stop it. And I think that you, you, the Chargers could not stop that. They ran that all day against Chargers, and the Chargers couldn't stop it. And he was getting 12 yards a pop. Like, I, I, it just didn't make any sense to me why that changed up. So um, I was not happy about that. I'm not going to lie. So, But Josh Jacobs looked phenomenal. I thought the, the you guys could already see it with the off, what was wrong with the offensive line. They did not look good. So, um, you you already know. Your thoughts, PD. You're on mute still. My fault. Is there a is there a chemistry problem with Adams and Carr right now? I don't think they got a chemistry problem. Not really. I just, I I really feel like that he was just trying to get other people involved. I don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I just have no idea why. Um, so, you know, because there was that one obviously that everyone you know was talking about um, on Twitter t- today, but it seemed like Adams was supposed to sit and Carr threw it in the wrong place. Yes, or that's what Carr was anticipating. So, like, is there are there more elements of like these two being out of sync? Yeah, because because even on that one, I mean, I I, I still think that he could have bought some more time a little bit. I just moved to the left a little bit and bought a little more time and hit Adams, right? And if he really wanted to do that, I think he kind of tried to get rid of it quick. He tried to anticipate it. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he was supposed to. I, 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 I don't know exactly on that one because I tried to look up the play and, I, and the play that I, the, the des, route designs that I found, he wasn't supposed to sit. So maybe it's a new one. I don't know. My playbook I have is from six years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they could add some different wrinkles, maybe that, but I, it felt like he was trying to anticipate it more uh, and anticipate yeah. what he was going to do. So maybe Carr thought he was going to sit and he tried to anticipate what Adams was going to do, and Adams did something different. I don't know, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, that's for something they got to figure out, uh, you know. But yeah, you, you, I mean, Daniels, he's going to scheme Adams open like that. You, you want, you want the ball to go there, so yeah. Right. You want to th- you want to throw that for sure. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, because they got to get that down though, man. That that's the thing to me. If, they, if their chemistry's off, then they need to they need to throw more, right? Yeah. <laughs> they need they need to get more reps. Yes. Yeah, because because I'm, I'm with you. Because you, you if you watch Carr throw the Waller, right? I, you know, I'm watching this. You watch Carr throw the Waller, man. He's not having these, these some of these issues that he's having, right? Fades. Their, their, their fades are, are are more sound, right? Um, you know, he, he's hitting Waller better in space. I mean, even the, the throw that he missed, uh, Waller up the middle, um, I mean, it was, it was a lot uh, closer than it was any throw he's been throwing at Adams deep. Um, so you, there's definitely some kind of something off there a little bit. But, you yes. know, I, I, I think they have, um, you know, they have the, the chemistry, but it's just the timing of things. You know, you, like, that's what I'm saying, with Waller, Carr has the timing. He has. He knows where Waller wants the ball. He knows where he wants to go, where he wants to move. 
you know, he, he, he's getting the ball to Waller where Waller, Waller wants to. So, like, the fade route he threw to him in the end zone, it was perfectly placed. But he's, he's been practicing that with Waller for the longest. Even both fades he threw to him. One was pass right. interference, right? Um, both fades that he threw to him were, were, were right where Waller can get it. And then, you know, the week before, you know, um, Derek Carr, he's, he's missing, uh, you know, he, he's missing – Adams on some of those fades and they're not getting it back shoulder. And they got to keep working on that too. And, you know, they, they got to get that down so they can get some easy touchdowns to Devontae Adams. So um, it, it, it's, it, I, I'm really on throw to Devontae Mullen. That, that's that's kind of how I am. I, I think they played bad offensive football the week before. It was a lot worse than this game, right? And they almost right. beat a way better team. And the reason why they almost beat a way better team is because Devontae Adams had 10 catches for 141 yards. And I think that's a big, big thing. And you have to make sure that that continues to happen. That has to happen. There's no other, there's no other way around it. And, you know, uh, I, I hope that that is, uh, they, got, they got the spread the ball around thing out the, out the way, you know. But I hope Devontae Adams is never fourth in targets ever again on this team, ever. Yeah, ever. that's sick. I'm sorry. Not a good look. Not a it's good not look. a good look. And it, but yeah, it, but uh, the offensive line is a problem. You guys already saw it. Uh, I don't know how to more explain that, but uh, <laughs> just from watching Jacobs Jacobs make every play, um, they just can't be trusted. They can't be trusted to run the clock out, run the ball. They really can't be trusted to step back and you know allow Carter throw deep. It's, it's just it's just not a good look. But uh, yeah, I mean, ha- offensive line is definitely handicapping this team. Turnovers, not a good look. You know, I think this team, despite some of these like misfires between Adams and Carr, mm-hmm. still in a position to win both these games, despite that. Right? Yeah. If not for these turnovers, if not for this offensive line being, you know, unable to run block in key yeah. situations. Right? So, yeah, I think. We we like to we like to focus on Carr. There's definitely other huge problems on this offense right now. You know they need to be fixed and 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 uh, I mean you can talk about those in tandem with talking about Carr because Carr is definitely struggling. So yeah, far yeah, this year. yeah. He, he's struggling. Uh, it's more of accuracy with him. I mean he, he's having some trouble with accuracy wise. He's thrown off his back for a lot. It's just it, it's it's more about that and. That's what they're trying to get the ball out of his hands quick. You can kind of tell that McDaniel's probably ripped his ass for turning the ball over because he was not trying to test windows this week. He was that. He was. It was a lot more safer, safer play, safer throws, right. safer looks. So he definitely got in his ass by turning the ball over and being aggressive. Um, but you know, uh, he they gotta they gotta find ways to to scheme it up because I honestly believe like they they literally could live off Devontae Adams playing slot doing all those Z-Jukes. They could live with that. And they could yeah. eat and eat and eat and eat off that until the till teams have to figure out to stop it. Because what do you get do? You can start playing man to man then, you know, right? And then you gotta start playing some you have to move some some corners inside. You're, you can't put a linebacker on him inside, right? When he's in that inside position. He's gonna he's gonna kill a linebacker. What what are you going to do? Right? It's gonna and these it's a lot of zone defenses in the NFL right now. So there's not a lot of man. Not a lot of pure man. I mean the Titans aren't gonna play man. Right, so you're gonna be able to match up Devontae Adams on linebackers all day, and you'd be able to run hostage juke, and he can, you know, and that's on on early downs for sure. Yeah. On early downs, yeah, early downs. They they can run on early downs like all day, you know what I mean? And then they could yeah. 
and they can get that going. Um, but you know, you, they got to work on getting their chemistry outside, and uh, and I, that that will help the offense. Get Adams the ball, like even at the end of the game, like we're, we're, we're running a screen route, we're doing a wide receiver screen flat, like we need to be throwing that ball to Devontae Adams. And I said to the radio, like, what are we doing? Like we're doing a screen route, and it's we need some yards. <laughs> Who's the better better to get us six or seven? It's him. So. You know, yeah. he, I doubt he fumbles in that situation, right? Um, I doubt it. You know, I haven't seen doubt it. Now. I doubt it. So, um, you know, we've seen Hunter Riffle fumble a lot. I, I like it's, it's it's so obviously that wasn't a surprise when that happened. But yeah, man, the, the second half was just it, it. It really felt like they didn't adjust to what was happening and try to do something different. Yeah. It felt like they just kept trying to do the same thing. On both sides, on both yeah. sides of the ball, for sure. It was crazy, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, ugly loss, pretty bad. You know, uh, it's actually one of the worst probably collapses we've seen in you know in Raider Nation. You know, uh, obviously, there's a lot of emotions, a lot of thoughts about the game, but hopefully, this breakdown, you know, to the audience, hopefully, this breakdown help you make sense some of the schematic things that were happening that contributed to this collapse. But it's, you know, not just all X's and O's. Teams got to figure out how to win as a team. And, uh, you know, under Josh McDaniels and with with the the situational calls that are happening under, you know, this new regime. And so that's all still obviously clearly a a big work in progress right now. So uh, hopefully we have some uh, better findings next week when we do TDL. Yeah, something because yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's just odd to watch them get out coached a little bit. I think that's kind of what we're we're <laughs> we're shocked about to be honest. Yeah, like, what for the, sure. What the hell, man? Like no adjustments, no nothing. Um, no trying to you know work work things out. Or it, to me, it's like you got to find ways to get Adams football. I don't care who's double teaming or what their scheme is. You got you can find it out. He's he's so versatile. It doesn't matter. He's not like a you know like right. a. A big, you know, it's not like Mike Evans or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's a, he's basically a Z. So move him like a Z. Get him the ball. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Hundred percent. Is uh, all right. Well, we we can go on and on. Let's let's call it. Let's call it right now. Uh, I'm not gonna ask you any more questions, Marcus. Okay. We're almost at the hour mark right now. Uh, why don't you just take us away here? Yeah. All right, everybody. So uh, you know, thanks for watching. You already know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at DMarkJohnNFL at BDWilliamsN18. Pandasubs.com. TDL, 35% off. Make sure you guys check us out there. Peace. Peace, y'all. Later.